Hey team, this is Wayne Smith and this is the Olympia Boxing Podcast. So today I am sat here, I've got two great guests. I've got Gabs K and Ben Ryder from Swell Community Leisure. We partner with Swell Community Leisure on a, a couple of uh, programs over the past and we've got one running currently at the moment. So I thought it'd be great to get, get these guys on so they can tell you more about what, what they do and, and about our partnership. So hello Gabs, hello Ben. Hello. Morning. <laughs> How are we doing? Good, thank you. Yes, very well, very well on this kind, lovely cold morning. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Ben? You look a yeah. bit over there, you all right? Yeah, no, great, <laughs> thanks. Um, just say, a bit cold in here, but uh, I'm sure all this hot air, we're, we're going to be throwing around bream, it's going to warm us up. Yeah, that's it, absolutely, mate. Okay then, so this gets stuck in. So if I start, I'm going to start, I'll start with you, Gab. So like, if you want to tell us who you are and what your role is. Who I am? Well, I'm Gabs, I'm as Gabs. you uh, quite rightly said. Um, I am one of the community development officers um, at Swell Community Leisure, but I also work across the Maidstone Leisure Trust as well. Excellent. Fantastic. Okay, Ben, and, and same question for you. Yeah, so uh, as, as you alluded to, uh, I'm Ben Ryder, work for uh, Swell Community Leisure as a community development officer, um, partner partner in the team with Gabs, and I solely work at Swallows and Sheppey Leisure Centre. Cool. As well as doing it at various outreach events too. Cool. So either of you deliver us as well? We do a bit of everything. We really. do a bit of everything, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A bit of sweeping out everything, the job, whatever uh, needs. Whatever the job brings, yeah. yeah. So we, yeah, it's quite varied, which is quite nice. So sometimes we're kind of in the office doing back end coordination, yeah. marketing and whatnot. And then the other half of our time spent out in the community delivering, doing community sports, delivering. activities. Yeah. Doing the fun part of our yeah, job. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you, so you, so your roles are like to, as a development officer, you've got to find the projects, put the projects on, like either get partnerships for deliverers or deliver yourself. Exactly that, really. Yeah. Um, so we just want to make the biggest uh, impact on the community. So whether that's actually getting them more physically active, or yeah. just involved in more sport, or actually just walking instead of taking the bus. Yeah. Um, all these small small changes helps to save the the bad health situation that swells in at the moment so it's trying to reduce that obesity level um, which is a real bad statistic that swell has at the moment so yeah cool good stuff yeah excellent so um if you could tell us all like what is community uh, swell community leisure what is it so swell community leisure uh, operate two leisure centers in swell um one being sittingbourne called uh, swallows leisure center uh, and the other being uh, the Sheppey Leisure Complex on the Isle of Sheppey. Um, these two centres um, are both well, both have gyms and swimming pools, um, but Swallows have just um, had some climb walls installed as well as. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool down there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah amazing. Cool um, I think we're going to have to get you on their way, and yeah, then, uh, we'll definitely. stick that up on your socials as well. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, um, video of me falling off. Yeah, we've got a good one of Ben. There's, have one, you, there's have one, you. one of me floating around, don't you worry. Yeah, he was about a foot off the ground. Oh, really? 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 Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and then the other side to kind of what we do is um, all our outreach bits out in the community. Um, so mine and Ben's job in particular is obviously kind of putting on the projects, like you said, to kind of reach the harder to reach groups, engage yeah. with those who wouldn't traditionally just walk through the leisure centre doors. Like we, we kind of, we describe ourselves as like the community arm of leisure centres yeah. quite often because it's, yeah. it's kind of like the simplest way to put it really. Yeah, that's right. So, so you cover, um, like just for the, where is Swell? So Swell, tell everyone Swell is Sittingbourne, 
she and uh, so Sitterborn, the old Sheffy, and also Faversham. So and it covers Faversham as well. It goes yeah. that far. Yeah, yeah, and all the surrounding villages in that yeah. area as well. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that's good to know because I didn't know that. So <laughs> teaching me as well, which is good. Um, <clears throat> so we're talking about projects and everything, like what you do. You don't just like, for instance, like we we cover every demographic, but we like majority is like young people, mate. You cover everyone, don't you? We try as, as much as we can. So obviously having the facilities and having, especially like since the kind of developments that Ben alluded to, like the climbing wall um, over at Sheppey, we've just got something called like our new health suite, which has Shapemaster equipment. So that's specifically targeted at like an older demographic. Um, we run this girl can sessions, which is obviously focused on women and girls. Yeah. Um, we've done quite a lot of, or doing quite a lot of work at the moment around um, children with additional needs. So. We try to be as varied as possible, really, and obviously target those who actually otherwise might not have as many opportunities as everyone else. Mm-hmm. So that could actually be taking sport to their doorstep, um, yeah. or split up. In the summer, for example, we run um, a fun club, so um, it's two hours uh, at Milton Creek Country Park, and it's deliberately there. It's really cheap. It's £5 for four people to come along, and there's sports there, there's inflatables, and it's actually just getting the the whole family together just to go outside for just two, three hours of their day yeah. and actually spend spend time exercising without really knowing it. Yeah, that's it, just socialising, but like doing active things but without thinking about it yeah. as yeah, sport or... Fun. Yeah, that's if, it. If, if the parents want to sit there and have a, uh, their picnic while the kids run off, that's absolutely fine. That's why we're there as the deliverers to put on the sports and actually engage with the children mm. and it gives it gives time for the parents to chat with their friends it may even be their, their mum and dad they bring along as well so yeah. with our grandparents there getting involved in rounders in the summer awesome um, so yeah it's re- a really good session and uh, if you're interested just make sure make sure you look out for our social media at Swell Leisure on Facebook and Twitter classic plug there you go good plug yeah don't worry you're going to get your opportunity to do that later anyway. <laughs> so yeah good stuff so <clears throat> So we've covered like basically what Swell Community Leisure does and what what like what your kind of your work is. Um, how many sports do you currently work with or deliver? Um, good question. We we work with we do quite a lot of varied stuff to be honest. Um, I don't even know where so, to start. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't put a number on the number of sports we we work with because yeah. actually if there's a sport that we think or there's a demand for in the area we're going to research it or whether that's us delivering it, the, the sport or actually research uh, the deli- other deliverers out there find to the find, yeah. find the partnerships yeah. and actually if we converge our agendas to work together then actually that's a winner for that actually the whole community. Yeah. So quite a lot of the time what we do is actually more kind of multi-sport and then mm-hmm. we focus on actually the other exit routes that are in the, in the area yeah. so we don't specifically put on like a football session as such but actually take street games for example um, that might include a lot of football and then we know okay actually we've got four or five people invo- like really interested in football where can we signpost them to like how else could they benefit from like what else is that there is in the community yeah yeah so we also work with uh, the local SGO so the school games organiser yeah um, who's based on the Isle of Sheppey and um, we're actually hosting quite a few events this year so they range from the swimming gala which we've held every year for the last four years to we had a new, a new event last week which was dog, do, sorry dodgeball <laughs> um, and then we've got like indoor cricket as well so actually all these sports um, just the, they were just to name a few but actually all these sports give us exit routes to go oh 
So if the children enjoy this, we can put them to, through to we'll the local clubs. clubs or yeah. if they show an interest in boxing, oh, we'll give what give yourself a call yeah, yeah. and say, oh, look, I've got this individual here who wants to go boxing. Where's the nearest place? Yeah. Um, and you actually use our contacts in the partnerships, which, which we have with you, to progress the young person's sport and potential, potentially, mm-hmm. or just actually, if they show an interest in it, their fitness. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's right. Well, we also do, um, so both centres host like jumper t- gymnastics sessions, which are um, in partnership with British Gymnastics. And they're, again, a kind of, like, it's a great example of utilising local exit routes. So the idea of it is that it's a very kind of simple and basic programme to get, um, like, kids, young people to a level which they could then progress to a club um, and it's also to do with kind of like helping to reduce the demand of like obviously gymna- local gymnastics clubs and things quite often have a massive long waiting list so the gymnastics club in Sittingbourne has a three year waiting list wow does it um, so actually we, we've now become their waiting list yeah so we, we're training those young people up to a level where actually when they can join Swifts that's fantastic, and they're not, and they're not, sit, they're not sitting on the sidelines there. Then, uh, and then, like, because you'll find you might have a three-year waiting list, but by the time it gets to that yeah, person, they're not interested anymore, are they? And obviously, it's kind of keeping them active, keeping them doing something they're interested in. And like our sessions, like they're fully inclusive. Like our coaches are really great to kind of like tailor it to like yeah. the group. So, like that's kind of a classic example where we try to like focus on exit routes and like keeping kids active really yeah and so say so we're at the moment we're putting our swimming so some some of our swimming lesson teachers are going on the gymnastics course and then they're going to be delivering gymnastics as well yeah so it gives you that continuity of teacher so the, the child may go swimming with us and then go to the gymnastics and see they've got their swimming teacher teaching them gymnastics which yeah. It's great because they've already got that relationship got with the, the coach, which you know is the key thing for any development to take place. Yeah. Actually, having that understanding yeah. of the individual goes way, way further than yeah. just actually the coaching badges itself. Oh, fantastic, good, excellent. So, um, <clears throat> so going on to start talking about boxing a bit. Like, um, what do you think of, like, see, like, what have you seen of boxing? Like, obviously, we do a few schools over in Swell. I don't know if you know of the schools that we're in or anything like that but what do you think of boxing in the schools and the community how it benefits people I think it is a, a great thing say for the schools to do because it actually teaches them a lot of well it teaches them the key, the skills of boxing but also teaches them skills such as respect um, and actually how to use any anger that you may have built up so actually if you're going to use it use it on the say the sports field and actually mm. do it in a controlled manner as well Yeah, um, and I think that that is a a massive strength to boxing and it's, it's in a safe environment as well but actually a lot of the you, you watch boxing on telly for example on Sky Sports or BT Sport or wherever and the respect everyone has after they're finished the respect in boxing is amazing and then yeah. I think that could go a long way in developing a young person's life respect showing the disciplines isn't it disciplines yeah. and the skills exactly that and I think with <clears throat> especially with working in schools like it's, it's quite a big thing about what we believe in with our school swimming and stuff like it's like embedding sport mm. in like the brains of the kids and yeah. stuff and hoping that actually as they grow up like you were saying about the skills that sport brings like they kind of nurture those and keep interested in sport keep active because obviously we know like, there aren't just kind of physical benefits to sport it's so much more than that like absolutely can improve obviously their like school attainment and attention spans and things like that so 
we're a big believer in school activity and sport, uh, aren't we? Absolutely, but it also enables the child to try boxing. Yeah. They may not be able to get to a boxing club. That's right. And if yeah. it's this sport to them, one, it's the exposure to boxing, but actually if they like it, you may have a future world champion on That's your hands. right, yeah, you, you, never know. you never know, do but, you? But if they don't like it, they can say they've tried it, mm. um, and actually you don't know if you, you're going to like it until you've tried it. So the more exposure to the different sports a child has, the better it is for, yeah. say, everyone, really. Yeah, so I, I'm a big believer in that as well. Because like, it, it's not your traditional, non. it's a non-traditional sport, isn't it? Like, same as other sports, like, just forget boxing, but, like, for, like, so for your archery and stuff like that, you're not taught that in school. No. But but when that's brought into school, I think they're fabulous, yeah. like, sports to be brought in. Because some kids won't ever... Like, I've never... Like even I'm well, I'm 34 now. I've never done archery. I've never used a bow and arrow in my life. Like you know, because it was never at school, and I've never done yeah. it since. So when 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 um, sports like that are brought in the school, I think it's a great. And thing. I think nowadays, <coughs> like, I think back to my school, like school sports, and it was just your classic. We do netball. Girls did hockey and netball. Yeah, and netball, yeah. Boys did rugby and, and whatever. Football, yeah. and, and like for me, that's probably why I lost interest. Like don't get me wrong, I I love mm. any sport now. But I think, like, nowadays, there is so much more potential, like you said, with the archery, with the boxing, with, yeah. I don't know, whatever. There's so many things out there nowadays, yeah. like um, Ultimate Frisbee and things yeah, like that. Yeah, that's now coming, isn't it? And I think it, like, it has the potential to be so much more exciting nowadays, personally. Mm. Obviously, I don't, I'm not at school anymore, no, so I wouldn't actually right. know, yeah. but that's, yeah. that's kind of how I see it from, like, an external view. Yeah, and it's something that all abilities can actually get involved in. That's right, um, yeah. Which is the biggest, probably one of the biggest draws for yeah. schools to bring it in because everyone can get involved. No one's sit, sitting on the sidelines. And actually, because it's, it is an individual sport, but it's a team sport as well. Yeah. Um, like There's no winning or losing either. Like, there isn't yeah. competitive boxing, yeah, exactly, but yeah. taking the, like, the box fitness into schools... There's no winning or losing. It doesn't matter if you're slow or fast or strong or weak or anything. Everyone can do it. You know? But if you look at those more traditional sports as well, so such as the football, you normally get one or two talented individuals in a team or in a class, and they'll they'll hog the ball. Yeah. So actually, the rest of the, the class or the school, who's whoever's playing, actually do not get that exposure to the sport and they can't improve. Whereas mm. boxing... There's two pairs of gloves on your hand, there's a bag, yeah. or, you, or there's some pads. Yeah. And actually, if you can get everyone involved, then the progression of each individual is going to be much greater than a team sport, yeah. say, yeah. such as the traditional football, when you've got your two individuals. You're not just having your friends pa- pass to your exactly friends, either, yeah. are you? And exactly one's getting left pass out. Pass to the one you know you can yeah, score. Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. Speaking from experience. <laughs> no, that's right, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so what's... Uh, yeah, do, do Swell Community Leisure, do you have any involvement in schools across Swell? So uh, there's five secondary schools um, in Sittbourne and Sheppey, um, and we have, sorry, six schools uh, in Sittbourne and Sheppey, and we have five of them come into the Leisure Centre through mm-hmm. various different things, whether that's, for example, there's a secondary school over the road from us, uh, they come in every Wednesday and every other uh, Friday for a gym session, um, so 30 kids come over, they're in the gym, they're exercising, and actually I've seen, uh, or I saw today, before this podcast, that two of the members from last year's cohort were actually in the gym now, uh, actually working out, so it just shows you as that. As members. Uh, as members. Yeah, yeah. So it shows you that, or it shows us that actually exposure to the gym, they like it, it's something different that they may not have been able to go to because yeah. of the school, 
um, potentially saying no, you can't do that in PE. Yeah. Um, and actually, they've, they've liked it. They've, they've brought out a membership, and they're in there all the time now. Now they're in there training. Which, yeah. So it's great for their own fitness. But actually, going forward, that if they have children in the future, they're going to come here for a positive experience. So that, that means they can go to the swimming lessons, and jump into gymnastics, etc. They may even bring their partner here to go mm. to the various different uh, workout classes too. So it's a real. We try and make it a family event. So if one person comes, try and make everyone else in your family come here as well. Yeah, mm. and I think our involvement in schools is about the fact that, like, we know that it's not easy for everyone to just be able to walk in the door and pay X amount to yeah. come to the leisure centre, come to a gym, or come swimming. So, like, with Borden, for example, it's about offering, one, the opportunity, but two, like, making it more affordable and accessible, like, when it really matters. So when they're at school, when they can't not necessarily afford it or they might not necessarily prioritise that money to go to the yeah. gym, they might prioritise it elsewhere at that age. But actually we see that, that like the benefits from that is obviously that once they do have a bit more money and they have that decision of where to spend it, it it's going to a more positive route in a gym membership, for example, than, I don't know, being spent on alcohol. Yeah, or yeah, no, that's right, though. Wasting it elsewhere. It, so. it all, goes, all stems back to the, our initial conversation earlier on today that actually partnerships is a massive thing. So actually, without the partnership, partnership with the P department, with the head teacher, we would never have been able to get the say board in. No, here. that's right. Um, and actually, we're trying to involve or like cultivate more partnerships across the borough, whether that's schools um, in primary or secondary, or to businesses or to other sports clubs. That actually, we've got the exit routes, we've got the partnerships to go. Ah, oh, I know just the person for this. So if there's a boxing uh, mm. session, we know exactly who to come <laughs> yeah. come to. Yeah. That's yourself. But um, yeah, it's, it's all about having that strength in partnerships. And so we're very keen on engaging with different uh, new businesses. So if there's any businesses out there, give us a call. We're, yeah. we're keen to talk. Um, and then, yeah, obviously we do a lot around. So we do kind of vary things with secondary schools, um, engage where we can and kind of in any anything we can, we all we think could be positive. And then we do, we have a massive focus around obviously primary school swimming. Um, and that's like a massive focus as well, community leisure, especially over on the Isle of Sheppey, being an island. Yeah. Um, it was a massive aim to get every child on the island to a good enough ability to swim. Yeah. yeah. So to a set set level of um, standard, and now on the island, I think we have every primary school on the island and two off the island swimming. Wow. Um, there yeah, and in, oh, I don't even know numbers for so Sittenborn. There's fifteen primary schools on the island that all come to us as Gab's Gab mentioned and say two that don't uh, or two from off the island that come over and then Sittingbourne um, the majority of the schools uh, I think I was quoted 85% of the primary schools in Sittingbourne come here Fantastic. Um, for swimming um, some have their own swimming pools already uh, but actually it's, it's just a key life skill and it was made a board, board objective that actually every child in Swell needs to learn how to swim needs to learn and there was a massive focus on that and we can say that we've made a massive difference to the, the community of Swell to have actually been able to swim. I, I know I learned to swim here. I, I still I still work with the swimmer teacher yeah. who taught me to swim, yeah, yeah. Um, which is amazing. And so, so that, that whole cycle approach is what I, what I was saying earlier on, that coming in as a, a child, coming in as an adult. Yeah. Um, it's just that a friendly face at the front door, for example. So and you then, all know each other, don't you? Yeah. No. It's snowball effect again, isn't it? Exactly. Nose, isn't it? Exactly that. One from the other. No, excellent. Okay, so we've covered that. So, so what's Swell, what's Swell Community Leisure's long-term goals? So the long-term goals of the organisation is to get more people 
um, more physically healthy, and um, whether that's actually, as I mentioned earlier, walking for a bus. So actually, gets getting the message out there. Actually, you don't have to come to the gym all the time. But actually, it's great if you yeah. do. But actually, it's just making small changes to your your lifestyle can be a massive or have a massive effect. But actually, so I don't know. If I think it's well. I think quite a lot of organisations like ourselves, like yourselves, we're all gonna have very similar um, goals mm-hmm. in that. Obviously, like oh, reducing inactivity, getting more people active, getting more people involved. I know that you're like your massive cliches, but it's, it's exactly why yeah, you're all yeah. in the job. So what, about, so what about like, say for instance, I know you've got, like I said, like at Christmas, I've done a New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's Day podcast talking about goal setting and everything like that. And like for like last year, so January 2019, we had 31 schools that we were delivering in each week then and then January 2020 we got 42 we're now up to 47 two, two weeks in but I said that at the beginning there I said well, like my my goal would to be reach 50 schools a week like that is a goal for 2020 I've hit 47 already within two weeks so so I've only got three more done we've got the goal which but holding them for the year <laughs> is going to be completely yeah. different matter but I don't know have you got any goals like that like you've got so many um, programs set up that you want to a big Increase. thing of ours at the moment is around our um, like our big focus on children with additional needs. Yeah. Um, we've kind of just piloted a couple of days in the school holidays at the moment, but we'd like to have a solid program going forward, kind of that we're guaranteeing like activities every summer holidays, kind of multiple days a week, not just your your one off. Um, we really we really want to make a difference because we know that there's such a big kind of audience out there who might not otherwise get those opportunities. So. I think a massive focus of ours is around our SCN projects at the moment. And just making more more stuff available and stuff. Yeah, and, and making it like um, <coughs> ensuring it is accessible and securing like like the fact that oh actually people know oh it's a it's a half term. So our community leaders probably have their I don't know if we did it every Tuesday for example. Yeah, oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. Let's have a look. They've probably got their Tuesday SCN project going on for example. Yeah. Um, I think that's a big advice at the moment. Yeah, and as you say, it's just embedded that um, trying to embed everything into the, the culture of the yeah. well. So actually, as Gab's alluded to, Monday, oh, SEM yeah. at Swallows, Friday in the summer, Milton Creek Country Park, uh, the Fun Club, etc. Everyone knows what's yeah. going on. So it's on, just yeah. actually that conti- uh, continuity of actually, if we have the programme on the same days, then great. But actually, I think a lot of our goals, as you mentioned before, are all programme specific or project mm-hmm. specific. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's projects that I've, I'm running at the moment that I know we've got four programmes, but if we can increase that to five or six, mm-hmm. then actually there's going to be a greater benefit had to all. Um, yeah. But yeah. It's more, say, they're more project-specific yeah, goals. Yeah, I guess it's just growth, like longevity of projects. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, as you know, sometimes with projects, it's so funding-dependent, for yeah, example. Of course. Like, you don't want to have to depend on the funding to benefit people. Mm. So it's kind of... Yeah. Make, that, make that more sustainable. Yeah, increase. so I suppose that could be a goal, isn't it? Is, yeah. is making sure that the programmes are sustainable. But as we know in the community, like in some deprived... Like, like we both work in a lot of deprived areas. Some projects are really fund and dependent yeah. aren't they, yeah. like, they do, like when you're speaking to funders and they're like you've got a pro program that really needs funding because there just isn't yeah. no money for the participants to to do it and they say to you how are you going to sustain this and uh, and like some i'm brutally honest sometimes i just say to them 
unfortunately, without the, without funding this program or these services for these for these these residents and that in this community, will not run. Mm. They will not have anything. It needs it needs like that's it. It needs to have funding. Otherwise, that yeah. these programs do not yeah. run. And of like with a lot of kind of more specialist projects as mm. well. So taking the the SEM project for example, obviously. Yeah that specific project needs a higher staff ratio and things like that. So there are a lot of kind of different elements to a project that yeah. mean that actually a lot of the time it can be more funding dependent and things. But, yeah. I mean, just carry on working hard. And That's it, keep and going. So let's get on to our programme that we run. That we run. So we run a programme of you on a Tuesday night that you got us in as deliverers for you. Um, if you'd, uh, <coughs> at Sheppey Leisure Centre, isn't it? Yes. Um, I don't know if you want to if you want to expand. I'll let you take. Yeah, tell so um, so essentially, it's our street games project over at um, Sheffield Leisure Complex. So the whole idea around that was essentially we engaged with Oasis Academy, secondary school on the island, engaged with the college and things, and we kind of found out that there just isn't really much to do on the island for mm-hmm. um, for kind of I guess the youth age, so kind of secondary school age, that kind of year six transition age. Um, and a lot of the time, especially kind of for us in, in our location, it, it ended up resulting in kind of antisocial behaviour, mm. damage, kids getting up on the roof. and Yeah, yeah. I think the, one of the easiest ways to explain it, we had uh, kids playing discus with roof tiles. Oh, wow. Um, so there was definitely a need for something to go on to obviously yeah. try and attract those kids yeah. to, to the centre and actually to u- use their presence as a good means of actually into, into a club or a session such as street games. Yeah, so the idea of street games was using kind of sport as that engagement tool to try and kind of help offer more things to do on the island, um, which hopefully would eventually result in less antisocial behaviour and things like that. I mean, it's still an absolute work in progress um, and we're kind of still always working hard to see what can be done and how we can improve it. Obviously kind of working with yourselves on making sure we have the right right person delivering. always kind of reviewing and seeing how we can like really make it as successful as it could be so. yeah so currently it runs tuesday seven thirty to nine thirty, doesn't yes. it? it has a range of different sports that are getting played throughout and and from what my coach tells me it's it's almost led by the young people themselves yeah, they're the ones that are, are telling the coaches right we want to do this we want to do that so that the coaches yeah. are just and that's running exactly with, as mm. we wanted it as well like we wanted the coaches obviously i mean we wanted the right people to yeah. them. We wanted them to know what they were talking about. Yeah, course, Actually, yeah. it's more about making yeah. sure that the people who turn up know that, oh, okay, well, there's football over there. Let's go grab the, the football and play yeah. football for a bit. When they get bored of that, yeah. they could go play something else. Actually, if they don't get bored of the football, they can spend the whole time the coaches, the coaches are there to direct, aren't they? Coach skills and uh, and create the game atmosphere. But but ultimately, you want it led by the young. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, they should be led, leading their programme because yeah. that's what gives them the incentive to keep coming back, doesn't absolutely, it? Absolutely, yeah. Because uh, as we know, a lot of young people, they're, they're stuck with authority all day long in schools, being told what to do, mm-hmm. how to do it, when to do it. Um, it's nice for them to have that release and have ownership of a programme, yeah. which entails for them to keep coming back, doesn't it? Absolutely. Cool. So... Right, so a couple more questions. I think I think we're nearly there, guys. So, so what's your personal long-term goals? Come on, Ben, let's hear you up. Oh, let's go. Twenty twenty um, long-term goals. What so do you obviously, want to know? Um, still continue to make uh, a massive impact in in Swell, whether yep. that's through work or through different volunteering things that I'm involved with. Um, but so from a sporting point of view, hopefully, um, 
play play more sports, uh, whether that's golf or cricket. They're, yeah. they're, they're my passions. Yeah. Um, so I believe you, you did a uh, podcast with Kent Sports, so I'll, I'll be giving them a call later on this month and see yeah. if any of the guys want to have a game on a Saturday. Excellent. But, um, do, yeah, do you get a rivalry going up? Uh, so you mentioned about Dan Bromley, yeah. and uh, and uh, there's a few of them there that that play golf, and we we go out say four times a year. Do you really? Yeah. We'll have yeah. like a mini mini tournament or mini mini yeah. competition. Um, but of course, no. they get competitive. Yeah, of course you get competitive. <laughs> Who's the leader? Who's the best? Uh, Natalie Harris. From Is she? Sports. What a she's, goal! She's very consistent, very good. Let me know when you go out. I'll go. I'm useless. But okay. I'll, go. I'll definitely have a go. go, go. The invitation yeah. to all Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do a podcast. Well, we'll get you Me on the shouting list. and swearing when the ball's in the, in the air. <laughs> no, you'll be off to get yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Or, or, you, or you could just be at the bar. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you choose. But no, um, yeah, invitations there. Yeah, um, no, definitely let me know. I'll come and have a go. Yeah. Perfect. I'll actually do the list. I like a game of golf, but I'm no good. Yeah, but I like mini golf. Yeah, that's it. I'm better at crazy golf. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love a go. pub golf at the moment. pub Golf. Yeah, you're going to go. Yeah, we're going to do pub golf. Or they go out and do the that was a good podcast. Yeah. I like golf, but sometimes I think it ruins a good walk. <laughs> that's about it. But yeah, no, Indeed. that's it. Um, so, Gab, same question oh. for you. Long term goals for 2020. What are you going to be nailing? That's he's uh he's currently mimicking running. I'm doing London Marathon. Basically. Oh yeah. Oh well done. I mean, good it's luck. not necessarily a long term goal. It's only like three it's, months away. It's 26 miles. 26 miles. That's <laughs> pretty long. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Um, so. Yeah, one of my goals would be to do that and live afterwards. Yeah. And be able to walk. Yeah. Fairly soon afterwards. Um, I don't know really. Carry How's on. How's training going? It's not too bad. Yeah. I mean, it's been Christmas. It's been a bit up and down. Yeah. But my head's in it now. Your head's and in I just it. need to get out there and. Yeah. Get their miles in. Can't think how I was working out how long the other day. What fourteen weeks or something? Yeah. But there's plenty of time though. Hopefully, there's plenty I feel of time. like I'm in quite a good position. I just yeah. need to start racking up the mileage yeah, more now. I just like getting into the routine is the hardest part like mm-hmm. jug- at the moment sorry I'm going off on a tangent but <laughs> juggling work and getting home in daylight which well isn't a thing at the moment it's just so dark it's yeah, so cold yeah. um, and what was we talking about community sport just a minute ago yeah no exactly the barriers, that, yeah. the barriers exactly. are there aren't they exactly well exactly even things like street lights like yeah. I live in a village I live in a little rural village you can't yeah. run around there can't at night see. so I have to go to my like next nearest town a map a route based around yeah, streetlights and yeah. things like that. So, yeah, that's one of my goals for this year. Good, excellent. <laughs> but yeah, just carry on. I carry know, on, learning, keep building, keep going. learning. Yeah. Hopefully still be able to walk after the marathon would be a good part as well. Plenty of stretching, nice yeah. hot bath. Yeah, no, good luck to you though with it. <laughs> Brilliant. I, it was something I always want. I always wanted to do the, the London Marathon, but I got turned down, I think three years I applied and got turned down uh, each year. And then um, done the, I've done the, Great North Run, though. Okay. I've done that up in Newcastle. And then uh, my hip decided to fall apart. So, oh, so no, that, that was the end of my running career. <laughs> 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 At least you've got a good excuse. Yeah, that's it, I've got a good excuse. Yeah, that's it. So last question then. So I know we're getting a bit tucked for time. and we've, we've had a good pod. But um, who would you recommend us to and why? <clears throat> I think that the various schools that we work with that you may not be in already, mm-hmm. that actually it could be a good point of actually do you know about Olympia boxing and I think that's and and as we spoke about actually all the benefits that can go with that Um, but actually I think it's just getting the word out there actually oh we work or we especially over at Sheffield oh we're working with Olympia boxing they're great check them out things like that Mm -hmm. I don't know about you Gabs I think for me um, 
probably like more women and girls stuff really yeah. I know that I've always thought about like I know the classic like boxer size at yeah, one point yeah, yeah. was a thing yeah. but I always think about boxing and you know how you quite often get those um, like charity things pop up and yeah, get you yeah. 12 weeks or whatever part of me is very intrigued I can't say very I'm going to do it that's yeah. not my next challenge no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no I think like obviously there's so many benefits to boxing I think yeah Something around women and girls, female yeah. That's good because it's a different answer to yeah. what it usually gets. So that's, that is good. That is good. Let no, me know. Really. We'll, we'll start it's something. Let's get it going. Get it going. Anything. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah, like that's that's with the well, with the mentoring program, we've actually got um, we've got a girl that's on the mentoring program who's becoming a very good coach. So so that is one of the aspects that we're going to be looking down more more female sessions like female Probably only that. sessions. Yeah, we're, like most of our community box fitness programs are female. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like strong, well, that way I can beat Ben again. That's it, you beat ben if you again. remember when you were here for yeah, our community right. engagement day, I beat him. Ah, yes, on the oh, punch bag, oh, the I challenge. I, yeah. I still believe I'd. He doesn't hands. believe it, but we got we had video <laughs> proof, yeah, yeah, didn't we? we? Did, yeah, had yeah. video proof, and your office agreed yeah. that you won. Yeah, didn't I, I think I've, I think I've been stitched up by the uh, by the <laughs> office. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then Gabs, Ben, it's been fantastic. Thank you for uh, for having us and coming on. Thank you for having me. Um, thank you. No problem. And let's uh, let's keep working hard and and getting lots of programs together. Okay. All right then. So then, guys, I think that was a fantastic pod. Got to know more about Swell Community Leisure and what Gabs and Ben get up to. Um, If you could do us the great honour of rating and reviewing this podcast on any platform that you are listening to, that'd be very much appreciated because this enables the podcast to go out further afield and benefit lots more people if you'd like to uh, see what swell leisure are up to you can you can follow them on twitter at swell leisure and if you would like to follow olympia boxing at olympia boxing on instagram and twitter and on facebook we have our facebook page olympia boxing cic so we will get another great podcast out to you next week and we're trying to get these out every tuesday so have a great week guys see you later